2: how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
1: Okay, Pat, uh, we don't do a lot of previews here because it's, you know, it's podcast uh, world and sometimes previews can be outdated. But just, you know, the Wolves play the Sixers tonight. They're coming off three straight road wins on the West Coast, including a back-to-back. I I told Kyle, uh, Kyle Tagge, my flagrant house co-host and these guys, mm-hmm. I am out of the Wolves prediction business this season. This team is a they could lose 5 games to the pistons just as easily as they yes. could beat the they could beat the sixers by 20 points at home tonight no idea
0: i i am uh i am up on the uh you know on the nba this year because it is more unpredictable than it has been in years in my opinion and especially in the west but yes it it, it is frustrating when you when you tank one at home to charlotte and then you could go out and see the way they played on the road. After losing to a Golden State team that tried to give them the win, and then they uh, and then they win the next three out there. So they are totally unpredictable. And uh, here's what's astounding. I was exchanging uh, texts this morning with a prominent uh, local journalist about how the, the whole cat thing is just sailing right along. <laughs> We're just like, it's just not a – if people just have forgotten it's not an issue really right now. So uh, and the way Nas is playing, you know, it is true. Who cares? But uh, Jed and I were talking about this yesterday. Rudy is not good for Ants' game because Rudy brings the defense into the lane, and it's taken away. Uh, Edward, Edward Edward's offense hasn't been real great lately. And I think him not being able to get to the basket because Rudy's clogging up the lane has something to do with that. They're trying to move Rudy out of there more, but uh, uh, I, I don't know. That's that's part of the erratic uh, nature of this team. Is uh, you know who's going to make the shots for him? Right? Well,
1: and then you have so and, and it is it is working you know generally the last few games, but you've got uh, Conley and Kyle Anderson mesh really well with Rudy. Mm hmm but anthony edwards seems to operate better sort of as a as a point guard yes. or at least a ball handler initiating offense so you've got these you're trying to figure out how these pieces fit together and i don't know if they do yes. long term but they are winning games right now
0: yeah and you are doing it on the fly you're trying to figure out how to do this on the fly and this is about the third what about the third or fourth transition of what you're trying to do too. So it hasn't been easy for Finchie. Uh, That's that is for sure. because okay, you had D'Lo. So what are we going to do? How are we going to get the ball out of his hands and still make him valuable? And then you got rid of him. And if he'd stayed, he's hurt anyway. So uh, he wouldn't be playing. Connolly, you know, they, they got Connolly to make Rudy better, but, he hasn't, he makes it ant, ant worse offensively. So it's, it's a, it's a quandary at all times. But, uh, one thing about Edwards is I, I don't think he lets it bother him and he keeps, he keeps competing, but you got to have a situation where he can get to the basket because he's one of the, he's one of the great drivers I've ever seen. He never runs over anybody. He can go to that left hand like it's a, you know, he's ambidextrous going to the ball, basket. And uh, you got, that's gotta be available to him. And I don't know how you make it available to him, but, but that has to be available
2: to him. So uh, Patrick, if if all this stuff starts to uh, figure itself out, and it looks like at least some of this has, my question is this, how the hell do you, if, if, and when cat comes back, what do you do? Like, I mean, he's a great player when he's playing, he can play, but, but like, what's the, this has taken so long now to get, into a sink and into something that looks like it might actually
0: work. What's the step of cat <laughs> I don't have any idea. Phil just said he's out of the Wolf's prediction business. I'm out of the cat prediction business. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell is going on with this guy. All I know is you can't tell us he's, he's going to miss four to six weeks and three months later he hasn't played a game. So there's a. Uh, you know he has missed 45 consecutive games and there's no indication that he's going to play another one any anytime soon but then again who knows maybe he'll pop up and play sometime in the next week
1: so. yeah well I, and i don't know I, I just this is just uh me sleuthing around on instagram but uh i saw our guy jeff Munichy, who's he's now he's, he's yes. the vice president of fan experience been with been with the wolves for for 30 yes. years and apparently uh, some family of Marvin Harv was at the practice facility. Some descendants, or I don't know if it was like a daughter yeah, sure. and some, like a great grandkid. And they were mm-hmm. at the practice facility kind of just touring around. And there was a photo he posted of Carl anthony Towns in practice gear. No leg brace or anything. So he is like, they had some sort of light practice or workout yesterday. Uh-huh. I don't know if he was involved, but he was definitely around and dressed for it. So...
0: Well, we'll see. That's that. Don't you? It has gotten so quiet. Don't you think he's getting ready to play here in a game or two? Don't you think? I mean, it's so quiet. That well, it was. It was initially going to be
1: like a six week thing, and then later on they said it was yes. actually a grade three. Uh, it's the, yeah. the mystery has risen to the level now where I was I was listening through uh, Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo yesterday on their podcast, and like an hour into it, even they brought up like. What? What? Where's Cat? What's happening? Why has there been like no information on his <laughs> yes. whereabouts? What's happening?
0: I it, in in modern sports, so it seems like as these things go quieter, than some they they kind of surprise you. And he, I I think he's going to play here in a week. But I you know, then before the before the Marvin Harve relatives uh, spotted him, I, they 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 aren't telling you anything, so they don't want to get the anticipation up, right? In, in case he decides he he can't play anymore. But I yeah. got a hunch he's going to play. But what is he going to play? He comes back, he's going to play 10 minutes, right? Eight minutes. And he's going to be the, you know, he'll play behind Nas. He'll play behind Gore, Rudy. He'll, uh, he'll come off know, the bench to start be- with. Oh, heaven, yes, I, I would think. Because, you know, unless, you know, how they've been practiced, you know, People haven't seen him much at practice, so they haven't even been practicing together. And the, the whole team is somewhat new since he got hurt. Hey, hell, we were all younger when he got, you know, when he last played, we were all younger. the days, better. weren't they? Yeah. yeah, those were the days. We Studebaker all, was the well, big car. Like, was Right. Yeah, I remember that Dodge Colt they had when he got to, when he got to, when he stopped playing. Those hell
1: of a car. But what's what is amazing to to Judd's question, and I, again, I am not, I don't know what the hell is going to happen these last eighteen games or whatever. Zero yeah. clue. But you're you have a third team, all NBA, forty percent career three point shooting unicorn that you're about to mm-hmm. plot back on this team, and it could mm-hmm. either blast the Wolves off to where they <laughs> they they get to this new level and. Mike Conley is able to get everything to fit perfectly together and they make room for Anthony Edwards and it and it's and you're adding this incredible piece to something that's going in the right direction or it could just make everything clunkier and derail you and you lose six straight games and I have no idea which path it's going to go. Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't have any. And uh, he is one he's a fascinating athlete in this market because his first I looked it up. His first three, well, not his first three years, but his, his three years with our guy, Tibbs, right? Yeah. 209 games counting the playoff they were in. He played 209. He played them all. Yeah. Now I suppose people could say that's why he strained his calf uh, four years later or something like that. But, and he always has said the right thing about Minnesota. It's never like, I want to get out of here. You know, it's a, he's mm-hmm. always said, I, I great, like great it place. here. I like yeah. It's, it, he's always said that even though we all get the impression that in a heart, he'd love to be out of here and in a big market, but he's never said that. He's never really gave us, gave us that hint, but now he, he's never been, there's always been a skepticism about him. I think even with the people who wanted to be a fan of his and, uh, and now, of course, that skepticism has soared to new heights because he hasn't played in three months. But it's got to so be, no be
1: kind of nice. I mean, think about it. I'm not trying to mock him here, but if you're him and you go out and derail three playoff games with your petulant behavior and your dumb mm-hmm. fouls and, yes. and you're mysteriously just out for like three and a half months with a calf injury and no one really outside of maybe a couple know, people here and there, maybe our show or whatever, like yeah. you don't really get that much heat for any of it. No No. one's really probing. So you can kind of just lay low. If
0: if the first time he gets off the bench and comes into a game, if it's at home, they're going to be a roaring ovation from 17,000 people.
1: By the way, your guy Tibbs, the Knicks have won nine straight games.
0: Nine in a row.
1: They're now the five seed in the Eastern Conference, 12 (laughs) games over 500
0: and the Cavs unfortunately for them if it stays the same they'll have to play the Cavs in the first round and the Cavs are good so uh it would be uh, it would be tough for them but uh did you see the one they pulled out with Julius Randle yeah uh against at Miami mm-hmm. and he's getting the ball is bouncing around. He's getting double teamed over there. He's on the sideline. He goes up and throws up this three. Whoosh! Yes. And Tibbs, there was a big wild ass celebration on the sideline, and Tibbs got knocked down and <laughs> that? <laughs>
1: I missed that part.
0: It was great. He, looked, was he, great. Looked, he looks they, about
1: ten years younger than he did with the Timberwolves. Yes, I don't know if he he's does. like dying but his then, beard but, or what he's doing. But
0: the comb over has gotten even worse, man. Because it was like. <laughs> There's 14 strands of hair left now on yeah
2: now. he should just give <laughs> Sh- shave it or go yeah, he does not with not rug a, he doesn't have a rug of the rug would be outstanding
0: he does not yeah that would be good I'd love him he, with a rug. He does not have the head for the shave he does no. not have the head for the, no. the that would make the nose even more prominent uh, it would be a very because if if now you look at him and you don't say boy, look at that beak. You say, look at that! Look at yeah. that terrible comb-over. So uh, the beard helps a little but,
2: bit now, though. He, mm-hmm, he grew, but, he grew the beard, and it looks—it actually distracts you a little bit more, I think, mm-hmm. from the uh, hair but, remaining on his head.
0: But how, how about the way he's changed his cho- coaching style from since he was here? They're scoring one hundred and thirty points a game. They're taking forty threes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what modernized him. I must have saw something because when he was here, they were basically shooting less threes than anybody in the league, right? Am I not wrong?
1: They were pretty like close. twenties. Yeah. yeah, and they didn't shoot. They didn't, yeah. didn't have the 20s. personnel either, but yeah.
0: No, he did. But uh, I mean, it, it, it was that. Uh, he, of course, his problem here was he was considered a defensive specialist, and they played terrible defense, which uh, which uh, <laughs> which is a problem. And but maybe because you have terrible defensive players, I, I don't know. Hey, I didn't know that uh, our guy Jaden McDaniels has a brother, Jalen, who just got traded to the Seventy uh, Sixers, and he got twenty points the other night. And they're going to be playing against each other tonight. That'll be
1: interesting. Now we're still looking for a nickname. You know, people are trying to figure out what it is so Jaden McDaniels. He's one of the best defensive players in the league. Mm-hmm. And I heard uh, Jim Pete and Michael Grady trying to figure out what what should we call him. So, if you have any ideas for for nicknames, someone suggested. Uh, because Kevin Durant has rejected the Slim Reaper nickname, that it's 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 available. It's like a web, it's like a website you domain gotta, that you can just go and buy.
0: You know, you got to score more than this than this kid though to be the Slim Reaper, don't you? Yeah, he's. I mean, he has a good night once in a while and gets twenty, twenty one. But he, I mean, he's a really good asset on the team because he guards people and he, you know, he can make a shot. But uh I don't think he's up to the slim reaper standard. No, I like though. I, I, I like
1: think... Jaden McDefense. I saw that on our YouTube channel. <laughs> that's
0: not bad. Jaden
1: not or just bad. McDefense, maybe we just get rid of the first uh, name. Yeah.
0: McDefense. I'm big on I'm big on like first names. Dude, you know, that's good enough for me. I don't need some goofy.
2: You don't name. need the nickname?
0: Not not, you know. Now I'm the guy that gave Rodney Caruso Rodney yeah. and stuff like that. And Carl so Willis. I, the car, yeah, the big train. I gave him the big train, yeah. He still, uh, he still uh, is very happy about that. He says that you know it really vaulted his career, made people talk about something outside of his spitball.
2: (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. He's a
0: great character, by the way, and did a fine job with the tribe last year as their uh, pitching coach, right? Yes. yeah, I mean, it's uh, – and meanwhile, our hockey team is just rolling along. And I got to – is Ryan – I got I had this thought today, a question. I don't know. Is Ryan Reeves still playing? Yeah. Fourth He's line. He's still, on, still mm-hmm. on the fourth line. Been
2: scratched once since he got here.
0: So what's he played, 10 minutes? Yeah. Just fourth it's, line, it's yeah. Just 10 minutes. Not 10. Hasn't, there hasn't been much goonery from him, has there?
2: No, because guys won't for, for... – most part fight him. I think he's been in two fights since he got here. One was spontaneous and one was against an Islander who was about his size.
1: He's like, like At, Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. He just, uh, yeah. He, and he, then his alone is <laughs> yeah.
0: in
2: well,
0: Calgary, who's, he, who's he skating with then?
2: A Dewar and Mason Shaw.
0: So he just wanted that line to go out there and not get scored on, right? And then go back to the bench uh, yes. Forty second, 40 seconds later. Is that right? Okay. Yes. Yeah, that, so, that doesn't sound um, like a that doesn't sound like a line that's going to get a lot of duty when you get in the playoffs. So you Patrick, get, you the, get in the third period of a one goal game, we might not see that line in the playoffs. Is that what you're telling me?
2: Yes. The more important question is this: In 2003, as I recall being on the beat with you, you went to every game that the Wild played. Yes. Are you are you prepared for a repeat of 2003, watching shutdown hockey uh, uh-huh. with bad deadlines?
0: I believe I counted it up. I did 66 columns because you had to do all the earlies in 49 days or something like that on hockey, which topped my lifetime total. <laughs> you know, for, uh, but it was fun. It was great with Jock. I don't know if it'll be as much fun. It would be as much fun with Emerson, but it was great with Jock because uh, every day he would be so creative in telling you nothing. <laughs> it was yeah. it was wonderful. But he was uh he was hilarious, uh just a hilarious guy. And of course he had and you know what this guy's gonna have Everson, the same as as Jacques? The goalie controversy not telling us who's gonna play goal. Jacques had Jock had Jacques had two goalies and he had a great time never telling us. Yeah. And then sometimes they'd try to act and practice like you know they you usually in practice the what the guy that's still out on the ice is the one that's not going to play right the guy that's taking the extra shots at the end or the guys at the one end of the ice there's it you can tell in practice but jock didn't even want to give us that hint he would he would mix that up so you wouldn't be sure who was going to play goalie that night so that we'd have we we got that and that's a big deal in the twitter age it's a big deal who can tweet out first who's going to be in the gold tonight? From what they saw in <laughs> the, practice,
2: right? the best Jacques was of of that entire thing. I thought the best thing was at a press conference. I think it was when they were in the second round, um, about halfway through, at home. And I love this. Jacques would sequ- sequester the players in a hotel for home games. Yes. And somebody said, you know what? What? Why? You know, you're at home. Blah blah blah. And he says because. If these players are at home, the wife says, got to take out the garbage. The baby poops. You gotta change the diaper. I don't want any of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Mine mine with it was I've mentioned many times was one day I finally it's the third series probably we're playing, and it's been 35 days. I said, What is all this nonsense about not telling us who's gonna play? What what is all this silliness about no information? He says no information. I give you too much information. He <laughs> says. I always repeat that. I give you too much information. <laughs> he, was, he was fun. He was yeah. It was fun. It was great. I remember him. I remember being on a plane coming home from Vancouver when we knew we were going to go back there, and. Lining up, uh, being on the cell phone, on the plane, lining up $1,300 flights from to Vancouver and stuff. That was back in the day when the uh, newspapers were still printing money back then.
1: But, Meanwhile, uh, I saw I saw Chris Hine uh, on the road after the L.A. Lakers game on Friday night. He tweeted out late that night, said, sorry, everyone. I won't be at the Kings game. Couldn't find a flight for under seven hundred dollars or something.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. And someone, yeah, someone's well, like, "Doesn't the newspaper pay for your travel?" He goes, "Yes, but within reason." Sacramento's a and tough the, one. You know,
0: and, the, and the other point of it is, West with the modern deadlines they have now, uh, you know, you're writing for online. You know that that didn't that neither of those games on the West Coast got in the Sunday paper. You know, right? So. Mm-hmm. Do we have two Saturday night or, most, or, Friday, or Monday We had a Friday paper, night and a Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Now whatever the deadlines were. Yeah. They, and the Flames. They, to- they the uh they moved their deadlines up a half hour, uh, due to the pandemic, and uh, they told the editors that they would go back when the pandemic was over. And I said, gentlemen, I have been in the newspaper business since 19... 19- 1868 in the twin cities and nobody has ever taken away deadline time and gave any of it back <laughs> that doesn't, once they get it, they don't give it back to you. So that's, and that's, that's the case. So anyway, the the funny thing is, I, I don't understand that this is inside newspaper, but we're printing so many less newspapers than we used to. Why do we have the early deadlines? You know, what do I got to do with it? We should do nothing. a
1: round table and fix the media, the, the media yes. industries one by one. Okay. For mm-hmm. for newspapers, you guys get for TV. How about we don't we don't tease well uh, coming up next, we're gonna tell you <laughs> if the uh if the wolves hung on in Los Angeles tonight.
0: Stick around. Yes, I yeah. Know. We already yeah. know. Tell know. us now. Yeah. Tell us now. Okay. Hey, by the way, right here yes, yesterday on uh, Score North our Saint Thomas Tommys fought yeah. mightily against oral Roberts lost only by five
1: they had a lead I watched the whole game they had a lead late like with maybe six minutes left and then
0: oral Roberts
1: yeah. has this seven foot five praying mantis that just yeah
0: right.
1: <laughs> he's poor Saint Thomas yeah. kids are all my height just trying to run around and find a layup somewhere
0: <laughs> they didn't uh they didn't lose a game in the league this year I don't think no I think they're defeated no one Unbeaten in the league, and I think and they the, went.
1: They went to the was it the Sweet Sixteen? Couple
0: years, they have like three important. or four
1: starters left from their Sweet Sixteen run. A couple really? years, really? Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and uh, the good news for them is, if somebody gets hurt, they got they still got Oral's relatives can come in and heal them. That's the way that used to work. <laughs> My old man, Oral healed people. You know, that was he was one of the guys that uh, big. TV shows were big in the 60s, the Oral show, and at the end you'd come up, and if you had a bad problem, they'd, he'd put his hands on you and heal them. My old man thought that was the funniest show on TV. He never missed it. He loved it. He'd, you know, he'd come up to you and go, heal, heal. Well, if, if Carl Anthony
1: Towns doesn't come back in about <laughs> yeah, 10 days from that calf yeah, injury. Right. We've...
0: Yeah, Oral's got to have a grandson somewhere they could put hands on. He's going to play. How many games are they home for?
1: Just, like, is right it, now? Is
0: this a home two. stand?
1: It's two, it's two right? Two. Okay. Brooklyn yeah.
2: on Friday, and, and then they're back on the road. Mm, okay, maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next
0: time they're home. I don't think you they only have, that like, down, five Pat? home you, games left, don't they? Let's get to write that down from Pat yeah. the Badgers yeah. screwed I'm going to write it down that he will return to the lineup in the next four games.
1: Okay, so right. Philadelphia, Brooklyn at home, Atlanta on the road, Boston at home. Those are your next mm, four.
0: Yeah, Boston. He will return by the Boston game here at the late. Because you're going to
1: lose that at game probably anyways, right? So you might as yeah. well try and work <laughs> it out and see what so happens. are struggling
2: right now. The uh, are having some problems.
0: Yes, they, a bunch, uh, they've lost the triple-double overtime to Tibbs, and then they lost to Cleveland, and then they 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 blew a 14-point lead against somebody last night. I can't remember.
1: Cleveland who. Cleveland was Cleveland. last night, yeah.
0: Cleveland's good, man. Ooh. That's, uh you know jb Bickerstaff has uh got himself a hell of a good ball club he's a he's really a great kid he was not kid anymore but uh you know he was a, kind of a gopher bench warmer do you guys know him at all Did you meet him throwing i
1: never met him i just i remember watching him with the high socks when he was
0: uh a yeah girlfriend. he was a you know i don't know, even know if he started much but uh, he's a smart smart kid and uh he's he was, he's had about three jobs and he's this, they did him a big favor when they went and got Donovan Mitchell. I'll tell you that. And that backcourt, him and Garland, are fantastic. It's a really good backcourt. Yep. Uh, for instance, it's a better backcourt than the Gophers have.
2: Just hey, a when, they,
0: when, when do our Gophers debut uh, tomorrow? Right? In uh, they play uh, Nebraska tomorrow. Which, which that, other? Right? Big
2: 10 tournament. Oh, in yeah. the, oh, the big 10 tournament. Big 10.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah first game. Big Ten I was like, oh. oh
2: they and then that. they'll be done, thankfully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can check out of the hotel beforehand. Put <laughs> your luggage
2: in the bus. We're going home they anyway. Save
0: some money. <laughs> Save some money. All, All right. All right, uh, right, Pat. We'll talk what to you. Else? Uh, hey, uh, Joey Gallo piece today in the Star Tribune is Joey. What's with Joey? Joey's getting some singles. I don't know what's going on here.
1: Well, the, Joey was
0: three for three the other day. They are, Joey, they, are move, yes. they
1: are moving an outfielder as predicted over to where the third baseman yes. would be. But that leaves one outfielder between, mm-hmm. like, right center to the left field foul pole. So if you can just hit five yes. balls to anywhere, basically, over the center head. I, I
0: was telling Judd, they aren't going to ban that because they want it. Something novel like that to attract people's attention, right? They like the fact that left field is going to be wide open, and people will say, "Hey, did you see that?" You know, they didn't have a left fielder, so yeah. they, anything that makes you mildly curious about baseball, they're in favor of it right now. Yep, yep, yep. And one more thing: our loons Saturday night home game could be twelve inches of snow. Look out! Gear up! Look out! They've done it before.
1: Wow.
2: They've done yes, it before. We'll we'll freeze the opponent again. They'll Bring all end up Hon- in the hospital, and we'll have the W.
0: Bring on Honduras! Come on, let's go. <laughs> That's right. See ya. All right. See you, Pat.
1: All right, right Roissy uh, Unchained Score the YouTube channel and the Roycey Unchained podcast feed.